Welcome to another episode, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. I'm here with Rich Klein. We're going to talk about, uh, we've got another tribute issue to another, uh, most of the tributes have been uh, men, but uh, this tribute is uh, a woman who uh, stood tall in her industry, uh, a real pace setter in terms of her uh, show promotion and bringing uh, her excellence in the show promotion to the New York or Westchester area, Gloria Rothstein, who's uh, passed away. But uh, Rich and I both went to uh, her shows. I guess some of them. I, set up, nationals. Ma- I uh, set up at many of them. I never set up at one, but I, I, because by that time I was doing uh, price guides and so I, but I, but I hit. Uh, it was a, it was a must attend in some of those years. I'd always bump into, not always, but I, I seemed like I'd bump into Mr. Mint, Alan Rosen, a lot of the key dealers from the East Coast were there, and and even in the Midwest too. I'd see you walking around. We'd always, yeah, we'd always yeah. talk at those shows. You know, it was, yeah. it was very, it was the shows to be at because good material was always available. You had to spend some money to get into the door. So everybody, right. you know, you weren't just going up on a lark to get in. You know, I charge a dollar at my shows, but with what she had to pay for the venue she yeah. had, she had to charge more. It sometimes costs you money to, from New Jersey to get to White Plains. You have to pay tolls on the Garden State Parkway. Then you right. have, they've now, they've now demolished and I think they're building a new one, but they had the Tappan Zee Bridge, which was always an interesting bridge to cross over. Yeah. And then you have a, then you have a, Put your car, depending if you knew where to park or not, but there were parking meters and you have to bring quarters with you to keep the, you know, to go put your car, you know, put your quarters in the parking meter. I guess I did all those things. I mean, I rented a car sometimes. I'd take uh, various mass transit uh, up there and and back. My, I had cousins that lived uh, not too far away from there, so occasionally I'd see them. But again, it was a it was a major show and well, I really enjoyed getting around, especially when, uh, was, was she, how many times a year was she at her peak? Uh, you know, she would also try at the peak maybe four or six times a year. The, the key show was the August, August the East Coast yeah. National. Which was a couple weeks after the, right. the National National. And then the other key show for her was the Thanksgiving weekend show. Yeah. That was a show because a lot of people would come back home to New Jersey. I came right. home a couple of times. Couple times you were courteous enough right, to have right. me do a show trip there. That was yeah, always yeah. nice to have a paid trip to Absolutely. go to the show. Well, it's, uh, it sense. And but you know those shows were incredible. Those were her two best shows. And the thing was, if she was upstairs in the in the White Plains Convention Center, that was the big ones. If she was downstairs, it was not as big and not as good. Were the downstairs were the two rooms? Or the, there, the, it's one or, room or each floor. But there was like a back. There was a place where the stage was. The stage is upstairs. Okay. The stage is upstairs. All so that was up and down. That's up and down. Okay. And it's really cool to see because the downstairs show during the East Coast National was like a separate 200-table show into itself. Right. And some people, even if they took in less money, preferred to be downstairs because they had more room behind their table. They could actually breathe. Was she like Wanda Marcus uh, in the sense that she was tough but fair? She was extremely tough but fair. She was very fair. You know, if you had a legitimate thing, hey, let's not do this. You know, she wanted you to stay till the show closed. Because people were coming. Well, she to, ran a tight ship. But if she, you had a legitimate reason to leave, yeah. you know, this is before the days of cell phones, so it was kind of hard to reach you for an emergency. But if you could tell her in advance, hey, I'm going to need to leave here because I'm doing this or that, she was fine with it. She just didn't want people packing up in the middle of the day. You know, we're just talking about the memories. One of my right. memories is she had these two or three guys that worked for her. They were in the union, and they would load and unload your car and basically... It was free, except we suggest you give them 10 or $20 for each, you know, each day. This is New York. This yeah. is New York. And yeah. you know what? It was, hey, they did a great job. They bring your stuff to your table. They'd load you back right. up. Hey, $10 for somebody to do all your, all your work. Guess what? And they were incredibly efficient. Not bad. I, I, I felt like, uh, she was, uh, nice to me, you know, when I'd go up there, cause I wasn't, I wasn't a, 
a, a dealer, obviously, so I wasn't going to, but, you know, she, I guess, had ads in our publications. And, you know, I, you know, being in the industry, I, I want everybody to do well. And that was a kind of a bellwether show. And, and uh, like I said, I could go around. The interesting thing I found, Rich, and you may be able to explain this to me, but I could, when I went around those tables there, regardless of which room it was, it's like I could go past three tables where either they were too busy or didn't care or didn't know who I was or why I was there. I was maybe a potential customer, an anonymous potential customer. Then I get to the fourth person who was a veteran person who was a, 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 a well-known dealer that I had a, had some history with, and I'd, I'd lock in on that. Then I'd go another three tables with people that didn't that I didn't know or didn't know me and, and maybe didn't. You know, I really tried to make it a point to to engage with those tables and dealers who had stuff that would, you know, add, uh, uh, in, you know, good value for us doing our price guides. But am I imagining that? Or no, I, think that... I tell you this today in the Dallas shows. People see you coming to the tables and a lot of people do know you. And, you know, all they care about when they see you is, hey, is he going to spend any money with me? <laughs> you know, that's all they care about. They don't really care. Yeah. You know, at this point, you sold the company 14 years ago. So it's not like... You can really affect anything. Well, like, I do have discretionary spending money, and you have so discretion- maybe they're they're thinking I'm going to drop a drop a bunch on them. But I, I don't know. I'm, you usually I'm, just hit diamond quarter boxes. Well, I just try to because you have fun spread with spread it around. Yeah. And I thank you for not coming to Kyle's show because I got to hit Charles' box without you last last week. <laughs> Rich, that's you ruined ruined my day now. But uh, well, they've assured me that they replenish their stock they every do. month. And so I will, I will be at the next one. And I'm, if you're getting there at 10 o'clock, I'll be there. Well, the next, the next one's the three day show. The three day show. But let's go back to Gloria. Gloria ran almost all of Gloria's shows are two to three days long. She doesn't run one day shows. I know, but they were, the dealers there had good stuff. But that was the thing. Because it was an expensive show to set up at. And so people brought good stuff. And And they replenished their stuff. And, you know, we were talking about replenishing. They replenished. And because you're right, it's good stuff. It's expensive. And I want to talk about her husband, Sam, for a minute. Gloria yeah. was great. Her husband, Sam, did a lot of the marketing and a lot of the promotion. And he was instrumental, too. But he was very quiet, very behind the scenes. And not many people realized how good he was. Gloria could tell great stories. The first time Gloria ever did a show, it was the same weekend as a as a as uh, as the show down in at the George Washington Motors Lodge. Oh, the Willow Grove? The Willow Grove. Grove. I couldn't yeah, think of the yeah, name yeah. for a second. I kept thinking Willow Bend up here. Yeah. And... She's a Willow Grove, and the show was a huge success. She brought in like Hank Aaron and somebody else to sign autographs. I mean, and it's it was a monster. And the problem was a lot of dealers, frankly, did not do as good a job as physical hygiene as they should have for the show. Oh. And so that night after the show closed, she and Sylvia, her number one assistant, Sylvia, yeah, Sylvia, yeah. Sylvia was great. Yeah, and they went to some store and they bought out like <laughs> three hundred bars of Dove soap, and they put. A package of soap behind every deal, every dealer's table on the chairs and basically said, this, when I say professional, I mean professional. <laughs> and I expect you all to at least not smell like a gymnasium when you come in here. And I think that's also where the two guys came from that she made sure to hire going forward. Hey, tip these guys 10 to $20 and, you know, we'll have a clean, you know, we'll have a show that professional, you know, business casual, you know, attire. Well, she was a businesswoman. She was. And she understood the importance of branding. And marketing. In fact, if it's Sam, you know, she was not Gloria Rothstein shows. She was a Gloria Rothstein shows, which again, if you're in the yellow pages or you're looking up alphabetically, she would present with the A's. Yes. And that, uh, that was clever in the day. 
I, I guess it might not matter that much today, but it just showed the attention to detail that she had. Uh, what else could current day promoters learn? I mean, you're a promoter. What, what, what else have, what, have you learned or, or do you think uh, other promoters or show attenders could, could benefit or learn from, from Gloria's uh, excellence in her show? Promoting? You know, one thing Gloria did is that she tried to expand and do various locations. And if the show didn't work, she would basically tell you, you know what, go home. I mean, I went to one show on a Sunday. I remember when she was trying to expand, and it was a nice location, but it was a little hard to get to. And I get there at one o'clock. She basically told the dealers, "Hey, look, look, we're not drawing people. Mm. I know we say five, but go home." Basically, otherwise, if you left early, she would a blacklist might be too strong a word because maybe you'd get a warning. Yeah, but she was. I mean, she wanted the customers to have a good experience and the dealers to have a good experience. Bob Schmier was another one like that. Exactly. You know, yeah. you stay wow. till the show closes. Right. I'm more like, look. If it's not great, leave. You know, it's all, all I ask you to do is tell me. Rich, yeah. just go. Oh, fine. Yeah. Hey, you, know, you know, don't pack up without telling me unless you have a real reason. Yeah. You know, like uh, my two-day show, somebody had to go to the store because um, their father passed and they had to close up the store. for. Okay, fine. You do whatever you need to do. Your, your life is more important. And that was something Gloria was very good at. Her, she, wanted, she said, look, I'm tough, but your life is more important. And if you have an important thing that comes up, deal with that. Do you think, uh, again, being politically correct, to what extent was it an advantage for her to be a woman I think in a man's a, world? I think it was very much an advantage because, but the thing was, she was tough and you didn't cross her. Right. And But you also had to show her respect. You couldn't Absolutely. say things right. to her right. that you could to a man, which sounds kind right. of weird to say. That's probably true. But you couldn't say certain things to her, even though she could probably cuss you out with the best of them. I never heard it, but she probably could have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and did she sell? She sold toward the end. Or was that her son selling? That was her son. She never sold. She never had a corporate. And she present. had other uh, antique kind of things. She did too, coin right? shows. She did all sorts of shows. In fact, she knew Alan Rosen from doing coin shows. She knew some mm -hmm. of the dealers who had done coin shows or other jewelry shows or others of her shows. That's why a lot of the early shows, even though they're baseball card shows, are baseball card and paper shows okay. because she knew dealers from the other world and they would come in. Somebody like Ace Marchant. Ace who would be there, yeah. Ace would be there. We talked about Ace, but Ace. May have been at her other stuff. May have been at her other stuff too. Yeah. Because Ace and her and his husband and his wife Tibby had a yeah. home maybe twenty minutes from White Plains, so for her, for them it was a nice easy trip. A lovely part of the country, I think, up there. White Plains is a nice yes, part of the country, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there were a couple stores nearby. I mean, the stores would get jammed during yeah. whenever Gloria had a had a show. What about autograph guests? She had them, especially at the bigger shows. And you know, and just to say something, Jimmy Ryan eventually bought out from her son Dean the show. Jimmy does a great job promoting. He brings in autograph guests. He coordinates with many of the leading autograph people that bring in guests. Jimmy just bought out, and I read the article, your, your old friend Dick DeCourcy recently. Yeah. And, you know, and we talk about Gloria, and I just want to state this is no Gloria, not related to any of the popular music songs you may have, <laughs> you may have known, and it has nothing to do with the St. Louis Blues winning the hockey championship last year with Laura Branigan's yeah, Gloria. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Gloria did a great job getting people in. You know, she was a force of nature. She was a force of nature, but uh, in those days, the success of her shows was not... I don't remember her having a lot of younger collector initiatives. It seemed like it was more directed toward baby boomers or, or, or people that, that had bigger bucks to spend for nicer cards and well, stuff. Well, it costs money to get into the door, but I, never, just, I, I remember... There's I don't no, remember her having kid days. There's no, short, there's no kid days, but there's no shortage of kids okay. at the show. It's just that there's... No kid days like the National has, where every, I think now every day is a kid day at the National. And you know, I'm well, not, it's coming back. And now. it's coming back. Yeah. You know, and when I do my show, and granted, it's a dollar to get in, but we're, I'm very kid friendly. And basically, if you're a kid or you're a significant other, 
unless you really want to pay, I just let you in because there's no reason you're not you're not there to you're not a collector. Why spend the money? You know that it's only a dollar, but why spend the money? Sometimes if I have a door prize, you know if I do. You know, bu- you know, bucks at the door, you know, where you do a, an hourly door prize. For a right. I'll say, look, here are your options. I'll either let you in for free, but if you want a door prize ticket, you know, then I suggest you pay. And Gosh. sometimes I've had free autographs and I said, look, you can either come in for free, but I suggest you pay so you can get the free autograph. You know, I try to be fair with that. I try to be fair with that. Like, and that's something where Gloria was. You could say a lot of things about Gloria. You could never say she wasn't fair. Well, she was a businesswoman first, yes. I think. I mean, she wasn't doing it as a hobby. No. She was doing it as a business, and she understood that her brand promise was to was to her different constituencies that I'm going to put on a very professional show, and you're going to be professional if you're here. Uh, and so I, I think that was exemplary. And again, it was a woman in, a, in largely a, a man's world in those days, and yet uh, she, she, could, she, could, uh, uh, she could hold court. She of course, and she judge and jury, but and uh, I kind of wish she she, fair. she ran a couple times for the nationals. And she didn't yeah. win, but I think she would have done a great job with the national. She would have, but I mean, I th- she her sweet spot was just right there yes. of the three hundred tables or whatever yes. the thing was. Especially because I think she had some customer intimacy. I think she kind of knew her dealers would screen her dealers, and it's not. I don't think it was first come first serve there. And I think that adds to the experience that if you were a dealer at her show, there was an implicit code of conduct. So. And she made that very clear, and that's what I and that's what we've talked about. Well, we're out of time, but we, we just wanted to give you listeners a chance to uh, get a glimpse into uh, uh, what that would have been like back, uh, mostly decades ago. Decades but, ago, uh, in the in the in 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 a, in a great run that, uh, that that Gloria had as a as a preeminent uh, show promoter in that area, and even people came from all around. I mean, I know I flew halfway across the country to well, be you, there, but you were also doing business. You were doing I know, business. but it, but it was worthwhile. Yes, it was worthwhile, and, and she knew that, and she was very accommodating to me, and didn't. Make it tough for me. I don't think she gave me free admission, though. That's that's okay. But it, uh, uh, but I enjoyed it, and there were some great dealers there. So again, we're we're out of time. I don't know that I thanked our sponsors: Tops, Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Beckett Media, and Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, and ComC.com. Many of those were not at the at the. Uh, at the show, Tops uh, wouldn't have been at the show, but Tops products would have been Tops there. Tops did a few in the nineties. They yeah. they they had a they did a set for the ninety one East Coast National. Good they, point. Yeah. So Tops by the early nineties really got involved with the East Coast National as well. In fact, exactly. we'll talk about that, that at another show. Yeah, but yeah. They, they did a special. They stamped some of the cards in Stadium right. Club, and I remember Theo oh, Theo coming up to me. Rich, I should have held on to my set. Yeah, Theo coming up to me. Rich, do you have one hundred and fifty dollars? Yeah, okay, well, you got to buy this for the company. Okay. You know, uh, Nolan Ryan might be yeah. that right now. So that's, well, that's enough about uh, Gloria Rothstein, uh, resting in peace. Uh, and uh, she's got a great legacy. So thanks, Rich. Thanks, listeners. Be back again tomorrow with another episode.